with the fifth edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Play and Podcast Network. It is the second to last day of the 30-day Dungeons & Dragons Challenge. Joining me today is Kelly. Hello! And somebody I haven't had a chance to chat with in a long time, Justin. Hello! So, Justin, it's been a while, so go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody, since they may have forgotten who you were. Well, my name is Justin Oldham, and I am the the creator of AC After Collapse, which is a post-apocalyptic tabletop role-playing game. And yes, I can say that three times fast, but uh, we've got more <laughs> we've got more important things to do here. And if you want to know more, please feel free to go to www.acaftercollapse.com. And it, it will be a long time after you're found after that, because you will go down the rabbit hole and you have lots and lots to read. Just saying. <laughs> and there's lots of free stuff. Ooh. <laughs> so the topic for today is the best spell. I mean, that's it's a very subjective of what is your favorite spell in Dungeons and Dragons? Well, first off, it I mean, you may have a favorite spell based on your class, but I think, Jim, you know what my favorite spell is. <laughs> yeah, it's a cantrip and it's just it's just fun. It's vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> I get carte blanche to insult something. Um, and it's got a charisma saving throw. So most creatures, that's usually their dump stat, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and if it if they fail, then they have they take one uh, d four psychic damage. Uh, depend it goes up as you level. Um, but it also puts them at disadvantage to the end of their next turn. So that I really love using as a bard. And plus, I actually. I actually created a sheet of numerous different funny types of little quips or insults that I can do <laughs> um, uh, for it when I made my first bard. I'm like, oh, so, hmm, like if I was going up against a goblin or something, I'm like, oh, green is so last season. <laughs> Vicious mockery for the win. <laughs> I just love that smell. It gives me the, it gives me carte blanche to you know say things I've always wanted to say and never can. 
So that's mine. And vicious marker is just nasty when it hits. Mm, it's nice. I like that uh, uh, disadvantage. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you should use the word disadvantage. Because really? my personal favorite is an oldie but a goodie, and it lets the little guy mess with the most powerful characters in the game, the mm. most deadly and dangerous NPCs. All you need is a first-level magic user who can whip out the dispel magic and stuff happens. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. so dispel how many magic times is dirty. It can be, because how many times does it happen when the party will burst into the room and everybody's buffed up? Over there in the corner is the evil <laughs> wizard who's filing his nails, possibly <laughs> eating a piece of fruit or something, terribly unconcerned. And he says to his his three lowly minions, Tom, Dick, Harry, please take out the trash. <laughs> oh, and uh, then, of course, <clears throat> after the Dispel Magic flies, the characters are suitably outraged, and the evil wizard says, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you'll please look over there to your left, there's my, uh, there's my, my, my three friends over there. I call them Brute, Force, and Carnage. And, of course, <laughs> the, the regular fighters, who are themselves not buffed at all, get in there, and everything just goes to hell. So, And, of course... There is a certain amount of reverse psychology involved in these things because so many times when players are stripped of their buffs, what do they want to do? It's like, ah, I've got to throw my own dispel magic on them. And, of course, <laughs> the, the blockhead fighter is like, I don't care what you do next. I'm going to break you. <laughs> so, yes. Just, just let me get close enough to hit you. <laughs> in, in, in my case, it is dispel magic for the win. <laughs> That's good a choice. really good choice. See, I'm going to go for something that I really appreciate in 5th edition, which is bonus action spells, because everybody looks at me at every game and says, well, what can I do for my bonus action? And as someone who often plays a support class when I get to play, I'm going with Healing Word. I love Healing Word as a uh, caster. Yep, because nothing is better than being able to, as a bonus action, throw out a 60-foot mini heal. Because it's not really a big heal. It's a mini heal. It's 1d4 plus your modifier, which is like 1 to 3 tops, you know, usually. Mm -hmm. So it's a quick shot of life force to your friend from a good distance that will hopefully stop them from dropping down. Or we'll continue keeping them going if need be. If, like, say some jerk bad guy dropped a caltrop earlier and you need to heal that one point back real quick. It's a good quick flick of the wrist and shooting that positive force energy into your friend to boost him up. And it's basically the equivalent of a healing potion, you know. Yeah. So it that is. way it can totally be the difference between life and death or the I can't reach you to touch you with cure wounds. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I, all my uh, support class casters use have that in their mm. prepared arsenal. Because it is really one of those spells that everybody, if you can get, should get. Because, well, you just don't want people to die. 
At least not on your watch. Unless you're not that <laughs> kind of cleric. Just saying. Or that kind of paladin. And I mean, because you can actually get healing word by picking up the talent uh, that lets you pick up cantrips from other classes of casters too. So it is possible for you to get healing word as a uh, spell. Just just look for it. Find the ways. You know, just saying. Throw it out, uh, out there. And And I have been in a group Unfortunately, I wasn't a support class caster. I was a rogue, but um, uh, the the cleric had no healing spells. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're the cleric. <laughs> and, and, and in that type of party buildup, that's when you now need to get a paladin. So you can get the uh, light heals and you need a w- celestial warlock. So you now have a warlock who can cast heal healing, you know, abilities instead of damage abilities. And then that, that cleric better be good with the DPS, I'm just saying. Hold it. Would a celestial warlock still get Eldritch Blast? Uh they have access to it, yes. And they get this like magical pool of healing that they can do. Definitely check out Tasha's hideous you know, Tasha's blah 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 book. Because I totally forgot what her book is called, but uh, that one's got the Celestial Warlock. Or is that in... That may have been Xanathar's. Too many books now. the one. Oh, the Celestial one is cool, because then you pick some kind of goodly creature, and that's your Warlock patron. You know, so you can totally be a, uh, you know, you have a, a Chinku, or, you know, a, well... An actual unicorn is your celestial thing, or an angel gives you the, the the power. It's totally a workaround for good players to be able to become a warlock. Because, you know, spells. D&D spells. So, any honorable like mentions that. or closings for that? Okay, I'll give you one, just because I'm such a nice guy. Alright, um... Because I do like a certain amount of mischief and a certain amount of mayhem. Again, it's another oldie, but it works because for all intents and purposes, you can put it anywhere. And it's uh, it's it's the old fashioned glyph of wording. Oh, I love it. As a GM, I love that spell. So then I don't have to say any more. Oh, no, you totally need to say more, but I just go, ooh, I love that spell. But yes, there are, um, especially if you are <clears throat> that kind of cleric, um, <laughs> you could uh, you, you, you can put it on doorknobs if you have confiscated character weapons. You know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's not quite like, it's not quite like Lojack, but it'll still make the point. And how many times have you ever had it happen where an NPC will put something on a table and declare loudly, don't touch that? And <laughs> they leave the room, and then, of course, you sit there, and one by one, the players around the table, they start to quiver, then they tremble, and then they, 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 they start drinking, drinking large amounts of soda, and eventually <laughs> somebody just has to go touch it. Because that yeah, will okay. happen. I'm that player. Well, I am still that player. 
So that, that that's my honorable mention is good old fashioned glyph of warding. Sometimes the old ways are best. And glyph of warding is great for when you send messages or books. You put it on that first page. Bam. Whatever spell you loaded into it, if or if not the standard explodey spell, you can totally trigger cool effects to happen, which is the best part of that spell. You know, I never have had anyone put any beneficial spells into a glyph of warding, but you could totally do that, by the way. Actually, no, I take that back. I did have a bad guy once have a few glyphs of warding on his desk. Comes in handy. Well, I'm not going to give away all my trade secrets. <laughs> Comes in handy when your bad guy <laughs> needs to buff himself in a hurry. You totally say anyone evil who's reading this spell gets this buff spell. You start with haste, then you end off with some mage armor, and your bad guy basically just has to trigger these wards by just looking at them. And it's a great yep. way of instantly buffing your bad guy. Not that I would, but... No, no, yeah, no, no. Of course no. not, right? No, G no GM would do that. And how uh -huh. about for you, Kelly? Any honorable mentions? Oh, uh, well, let's see here. Um... <laughs> Because I think yours and mine is going to be the same honorable mention. I don't know. Um, prestidigitation. No, nope, nope. Different choices no. there. That's um, a good choice. No, actually, uh, I mean, there are so many good spells out there. But um, uh, I'm going to, like, if you know that you're going to go out on a uh, – a journey, you know, where you actually have to go out and camp and stuff. I highly recommend uh, the the tiny hut. Oh, that, that's a nice one. <laughs> that's yeah. a great one for camping because it's like then you don't have to. Of course, you don't have to. You know, sometimes those nighttime, uh, you know, oh somebody filled their watch roll, um, <laughs> can lead to some interesting adventures. But if you want a good night's rest, I'd go with that tiny hut. That's yeah, good it's going to take one of your prepared spells. But, you know, if you can know you're going to be traveling for everybody involved, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> See, my honorable mention is Spare the Dying. I totally thought you'd go for that one. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That Well, that is the – it is, in, in my opinion, all clerics have to take that spell. <laughs> it's a great you cantrip know. you know you can come over there slap your dying friend and his wounds stop bleeding out and there's nothing yeah, better than not then, having to do to worry about death saving throws yeah and this way when you do actually get to heal them it's not a wasted heal mm -hmm. setting them to zero you can actually heal them so yeah uh, it is in in my opinion all a necessity for all clerics so I think that'll wrap up the magic for the day for our favorite spells in D&D. Tomorrow's going to be a hard one, though. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for joining me today, and uh, we'll be back uh, with you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CPPN to never miss a show or stream.